Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year and we follow the weekly Torah portions. Every day we read a consecutive portion from the Torah, the Prophets, the Writings and the Apostles. And I am Harriet, your reader today, this Sunday the 16th of July or the 27th of Tammuz on the Hebrew calendar. We have a new parasha this week, and it's called Dvarim, which means words. And our reading, or scripture reading from the Torah will be Deuteronomy, or Dvarim, chapter 1, verse 1 through 10. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start with this um, new book of the Torah or the five books of Moses, we're starting in Deuteronomy chapter 1 today. These are the words which Moshe spoke to all Israel beyond the Yarden, in the wilderness, in the Arava, opposite Suf, between Paran, Tophel, Lavan, Hazerot, and Ditzaba. It's eleven days' journey from Horeb by the way of Mount Seir to Kadesh Barnea. In the fortieth year, in the eleventh month, on the first day of the month, Moshe spoke to the sons of Israel according to all that the Lord had commanded him to give to them. After he had struck Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon, and Og, the king of Bashan, who lived in Ashtaroth, at Edre. Beyond the Yarden, in the land of Moab, Moshe began to declare this Torah, saying, The Lord our God spoke to us in Horeb, saying, You have lived long enough at this mountain. Turn and take your journey, and go to the hill country of the Amorites, and to all the places near there, in the Arava, in the hill country, in the lowland, in the south, by the seashore, in the land of the Canaanites, and in Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. Behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land, which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov, to give to them and to their offspring after them. I spoke to you at that time, saying, I am not able to bear you myself alone, The Lord your God has multiplied you, and behold, you are today as the stars of the sky in multitude. That was Deuteronomy 1, 1 through 10. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and we are reading in the prophet Ezekiel, or Yechetzkel, and it is chapter 21 today. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face toward the south, 
and proclaim toward the south, and prophesy against the forest of the field in the south. Tell the forest of the south, hear the words of the Lord. This is what the Lord, the Lord says. Behold, I will kindle a fire in you, and it will devour every green tree in you and every dry tree. The burning flame will not be quenched, and all faces from the south to the north will be burnt by it. All flesh will see that I, the Lord, have kindled it. It will not be quenched. Then I said, Lord, Lord, they say of me, Is he not a speaker of parables? The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face toward Jerusalem, proclaim toward the sanctuaries, and prophesy against Eretz Israel. Tell Eretz Israel, This is what the Lord says, Behold, I am against you, and will draw my sword out of its sheath, and will cut off from you the righteous and the wicked. Seeing then that I will cut off from you the righteous and the wicked, therefore my sword will go out of its sheath against all flesh from the south to the north. All flesh will know that I, the Lord, have drawn my sword out of its sheath. It will not return any more. Therefore sigh, you son of man, you shall sigh before their eyes with the breaking of your tights and with bitterness. And it shall be, when they ask you, Why do you sigh? That you shall say, Because of the news, for it comes. Every heart will melt, all hands will be feeble, every spirit will faint, and all knees will be weak as water. Behold, it comes, and it shall be done, says the Lord, the Lord. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy, and say, This is what the Lord says. A sword, a sword is sharpened and also polished. It is sharpened to make a slaughter. It is polished that it may be as lightning. Should we then make mirth? The rod of my son condemns every tree. It is given to be polished that it may be handled. The sword is sharpened and it is polished to give it into the hand of the killer. Cry and wail, son of man, for it is on my people. It is on all the princes of Israel. They are delivered over to the sword with my people. Therefore, beat your thigh. For there is a trial. What if even the rod that condemns will be no more, says the Lord, the Lord. You therefore, son of man, prophesy and strike your hands together. Let the sword be doubled the third time, the sword of the fatally wounded. It is the sword of the great one who is fatally wounded, which enters into their rooms. I have set the threatening sword against all their gates, that their heart may melt and their stumblings be multiplied. Ah, it is made as lightning, It is pointed for slaughter. Gather yourselves together. Go to the right. Set yourselves in array. Go to the left, wherever your face is set. I will also strike my hands together, and I will cause my wrath to rest. 
I, the Lord, have spoken it. The word of the Lord came to me again, saying, Also, son of man, appoint two ways that the sword of the king of Babel may come. They both will come out of one land and mark out a place. Mark it out at the head of the way to the city. You shall appoint a way for the sword to come to Rabbah of the children of Ammon and to Yehuda into fortified Jerusalem. For the king of Babel stood at the parting of the way at the head of the two ways to use divination. He shook the arrows back and forth. He consulted the teraphim. He looked at the liver. In his right hand was the lot for Jerusalem to set battering rams, to open the mouth in the slaughter, to lift up the voice with shouting, to set battering rams against the gates, to cast up mounds and to build forts. And it will be to them as a false divination in their sight, who have sworn oaths to them, but he brings iniquity to memory that they may be taken. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord says, because you have caused your iniquity to be remembered in that your transgressions are uncovered, so that in all your doings your sins appear, because you have come to memory, you will be taken with a hand. You, deadly wounded wicked one, the prince of Israel, whose day has come, in the time of the iniquity of the end. This is what the Lord, the Lord says. Remove the turban and take off the crown. This will not be as it was. Exalt that which is low and humble that which is high. A ruin, a ruin, a ruin I will make of it. This also will be no more until he comes whose right it is, and I will give it. And you, son of man, prophesy and say, This is what the Lord, the Lord says concerning the children of Ammon and concerning their approach. A sword, a sword is drawn. It is polished for the slaughter to cause it to devour, that it may be as lightning. While they see for you false visions, while they divine lies to you, to lay you on the necks of the wicked who are deadly wounded, whose day has come in the time of the iniquity of the end. Cause it to return into its sheath, in the place where you were created, in the land of your birth, I will judge you. I will pour out my indignation on you. I will blow on you with the fire of my wrath. I will deliver you into the hand of the brutish man, skillful to destroy. You will be for fuel to the fire. Your blood will be in the middle of the land. You will be remembered no more, for I, the Lord, have spoken it. That was Ezekiel chapter 21. And now we have our portion from the writings. And we are reading from First Chronicles, or Divrei Hayamim Aleph, chapter 2 today. These are the sons of Israel, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Issachar, Zvulun, 
Dan, Yosef, Benjamin, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. The sons of Yehuda, Er, Onan, and Shelah, which three were born to him of Shua's daughter, the Canaanites. Er, Yehuda's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and he killed him. Tamar, his daughter-in-law, bore him Perez and Sarah. All the sons of Yehuda were five. The sons of Perez, Chesron and Hamul, the sons of Sarah, Zimri, Etan, Heman, Kalkol and Dara, five of them in all. The son of Carmi, Achar, the troubler of Israel, who committed a trespass in the devoted thing. The son of Etan, Asaria. The sons also of Chesron, who were born to him, Yerachmel, Ram, and Chelubai. Ram became the father of Aminadav, and Aminadav became the father of Nachshon, prince of the children of Yehuda. And Nachshon became the father of Salma, and Salma became the father of Boaz, and Boaz became the father of Ovid, and Ovid became the father of Yesi, or Ishai. And Ishai became the father of his firstborn Eliav, and Avinadab the second, and Shimea the third, Netanel the fourth, Radai the fifth, Ozem the sixth, and David the seventh. And their sisters were Zeruiah and Avigail. The sons of Zeruiah, Avishai, Yoav, and Asahel, three. Avigail bore Amasa, and the father of Amasa was Yeter the Ishmaelite. Caleb, the son of Heshron, became the father of children of Azuba, his wife, and of Yeriot, and these were her sons, Yesher, Shovab, and Ardon. Azuba died, and Caleb married Ephrat, who bore him her. Her became the father of Uri, and Uri became the father of Bezalel. Afterward, Hezron went in to the daughter of Machir, the father of Gilad, whom he took as wife when he was sixty years old, and she bore him Seguv. Seguv became the father of Yair, who had twenty-three cities in the land of Gilad. Geshur and Aram took the towns of Yair from them, with Kenat and its villages, sixty cities. All these were the sons of Machir, the father of Gilad. After Chesron died in Kalev Ephrata, Avia, Chesron's wife, bore him Ashur, the father of Tekoa. The sons of Yerachmel, the firstborn of Chesron, were Ram, the firstborn, Buna, Oren, Ozem, and Ahia. Yerachmel had another wife whose name was Atara. She was the mother of Onam. The sons of Ram, the firstborn of Yerachmel, were Maaz, Yamin, and Eker. The sons of Unam were Shammai and Yada. The sons of Shammai, Nadav and Avishur. The name of the wife of Avishur was Avihail, and she bore him Achban and Mulid. The sons of Nadav, Selid and Apaim, but Selah died without children. The son of Apaim, Ishi, 
the son of Ishi, Sheshan, the son of Sheshan, Achlai, the sons of Yada, the brother of Shammai, Yeter and Jonathan, and Yeter died without children. The sons of Jonathan, Pelet and Zaza. These were the sons of Yerachmeel. Now Shishan had no sons but daughters. Shishan had a servant, an Egyptian, whose name was Yarha. Shishan gave his daughter to Yarha, his servant, as wife, and she bore him Atai. Atai became the father of Natan, and Natan became the father of Zabad, and Zabad became the father of Ephael, and Ephali became the father of Ovid, and Ovid became the father of Jehu, and Jehu became the father of Azariah, and Azariah became the father of Helitz, and Helitz became the father of Elasha, and Elasha became the father of Sismai. And Sismai became the father of Shalom, and Shalom became the father of Yekemiah, and Yekemiah became the father of Elishama. The sons of Kalev, the brother of Yechmael, were Mesha, his firstborn, who was the father of Sif, and the sons of Marisha, the father of Hevron. The sons of Hevron, Korah, Tapuah, Rechem, and Shema. Shema became the father of Raham, the father of Yorkeam, and Rechem became the father of Shammai. The son of Shammai was Maon, and Maon was the father of Betsur. Epha, Caleb's concubine, bore Haran, Moza, and Gases, and Haran became the father of Gases. The sons of Yahdai, Regem, Yotan, Geshan, Pelet, Epha, and Sha'af. Ma'aka, Caleb's concubine, bore Shever and Tirhana. She bore also Sha'af, the father of Madmana. Sheva, the father of Machpena, and the father of Gibeah, and the daughters of Caleb was Achsa. These were the sons of Caleb, the son of Hur, the firstborn of Ephrata, Shuvai, the father of Kiriat Yarim. Salma, the father of Bethlehem, and Haref, the father of Bethgader. Shoval, the father of Kiryat Yarim, had sons. Hatoe, half of the Emenuhot. The families of Kiryat Yarim, the Ithrites, the Puthites, and the Shumathites, and the Mishaites. From them came the Zoraites and the Eshtaolites. The sons of Salma, Bethlehem, the Netophathites, Artot, Bet Yoav, and half of the Manachatites, the Sorites. The families of scribes who lived at Yabesh, the Tirathites, the Shimathites, and the Sukathites. These are the Kenites who came from Hamat, the father of the house of Rechav. That was First Chronicles chapter 2. Now we have come to our final portion for today from the Apostolic Writings, and we will be reading Philippians chapter 2. If therefore there is any exhortation in Mashiach, if any consolation of love, 
if any fellowship of the Ruach, if any tender mercies and compassion, make my joy full by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, doing nothing through rivalry or through conceit, but in humility, each counting others better than himself. Each of you not just looking to his own things, but each of you also to the things of others. Have this in your mind, which was also in Mashiach Yeshua, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being made in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself, became obedient to the point of death, yes, the death on the cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him and gave to him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Yeshua every knee should bow, of those in heaven, those on earth, and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Yeshua, the Mashiach, is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. So then, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and arguing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God, without blemish, in the middle of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you are seen as lights in the world, holding up the word of life, that I may have something to boast in the day of Mashiach, that I did not run in vain nor labor in vain. Yes, and if I am poured out on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I rejoice, and rejoice with you all. In the same way, you also rejoice and rejoice with me. But I hope in the Lord Yeshua to send Timothy to you soon, that I also may be cheered up when I know how you are doing. For I have no one else like-minded who will truly care about you. For they all seek their own, not the things of Yeshua the Mashiach. But you know the proof of him, that as a child serves a father, so he served with me in furtherance of the good news. Therefore I hope to send him at once, as soon as I see how it will go with me. But I trust in the Lord that I myself also will come shortly. But I counted it necessary to send you Epaphroditus, my brother, fellow worker, fellow soldier, and your emissary and servant of my need, since he longed for you all and was very troubled because you had heard that he was sick. For indeed he was sick, nearly to death, but God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but on me also, that I might not have sorrow on a sorrow. Therefore I have sent him the more diligently, that when you see him again you may rejoice, and that I may be less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord with all joy, and hold such people in honor, 
because for the work of Mashiach he came near to death, risking his life to supply that which was lacking in your service towards me. That was Philippians chapter 2, and that concludes our reading of scriptures for today. If you're reading through the apostolic writings twice, this year you would also read Luke chapter 20 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a blessed new week. Shavua Tov and Shalom from Israel. Until next time.